Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Fonte and Shasky. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Niners going back to the NFC title game, fourth time in the last five years. Who's not excited about that? It's really incredible with Kyle Shanahan. Like, look again, he drove me crazy with the play calling in this game. He really did. He drove me crazy because it's like, dude, you have CMC. They're not a good run D. Just use him more. And and he gets the seventeen rushes and he gets the seven catches. To me, in a one score game in the rain, when your quarterback looks a little off and you have no Debo, deviate whatever the game plan was heading in. And like that's a thirty five touch a game to touch game for for Christian McCaffrey. Or here's a thought, and this is something I was thinking about while watching the game. I'm like, all right, everybody says CMC is the best route runner of all the running backs in the league. Line him up in the slot or at receiver and give Mason or Elijah a touch. Well, you may do that this game. When you get a player hurt like Debo, Shanahan explained it after the game on Saturday. Debo gets hurt, and all of a sudden you got guys scrambling out of position, which is why Jawan Jennings ends up in the backfield on a rushing play. You know, he, he runs the ball to RBA. But, but, but that's what happens. So I think... If they know Debo, and again, a report from Adam Schefter this morning is that Debo Samuel is 50-50 for Sunday's NFC title game. Now, also, you got this uh, Chachi Gardner-Johnson trash talk with Debo Samuel from earlier in the year. So, you got that playing out here. But Debo Samuel is 50-50 for the NFC title game. So, a lot of guys were scrambling out due to shoulder injury. So, it's just the the shoulder. Okay. Shoulder that he suffered against, uh, the same shoulder injury that he suffered against Cleveland, in which (sighs) he missed three games here. He's going to do everything he can to play. I have a hard time believing the shoulder injury is going to keep Debo Samuel out. I feel like Debo Samuel is going to find a way to show up on Sunday and play in that football game against the Detroit Lions. I, I have a hard time not seeing number 19 in uniform. Debo Samuel's about that life. What's that? All right, here's Rapp- Ian Rappaport on the injury, oh, okay. uh, injury yeah. NFL Network. There is no fracture in the shoulder of Debo Samuel, which is good news. It was actually the same shoulder as he injured last time, had a hairline fracture, missed a couple games, did all the tests this time. They believe no fracture. That is good. As far as the actual status going forward, that still remains up in the air. Kyle Shanahan going to talk to reporters earlier today, likely to get some clarity. The belief is this is not a major injury. Samuel got to work on rehab right after it happened and has been telling people he thinks that he will be okay. 
So, like, watching the game back multiple times, because I'm a sick person, it did feel like they just put Jennings in the spot where Debo would be. You saw Jennings coming across the formation yep. on runs to CMC. The defense was not guarding uh, in terms of, like, everyone should They don't react to yes. the same way to Juwan Jennings as they do to Debo it, Samuel. It, thank you. Yeah, it's a better way of putting it. But Jennings made some big... Tough, contested plays downfield. Now, on that gun run, on that gun run to start the second half, okay, everybody splits out, and you got just Juwan yeah. Jennings to the left or to the right of, of Brock Purdy. If you watch the playback, Brandon Ayuk immediately turns to the sidelines. Now, Brandon Ayuk was very animated throughout the game, but he turns to the sidelines. He's like, what are we doing? What was that? So there was obviously some sort of a mix-up, and then in the post-game presser, someone asked Shanahan about that, and he's like, yeah, that wasn't necessarily the main play. It was an option off of it, so they read something, or, or Brock read something, or maybe they just, it was a mistake. Right. I'm not really sure. But everybody, and myself included, was like, what are we doing? But you know what? Jawan Jennings, five catches, 61 yards, uh, turned out to be him. He was he stepped up in the major, he was outstanding. Major also, one underrated aspect of the football game on Saturday. His block. The Niners were 10 of 16 on third downs. Mm. On third downs, for the most part, they were able to extend drives. You go 10 for 16 in a playoff game, you convert 62.5% of your third downs. That's, good. That's one aspect that I think was overlooked all weekend long. was like, wow, the Niners on the money downs. Even without Debo Samuel, we're able to extend drives and find a way to score points there. So the Niners did what they had to do to invest in the NFC Champ. But Jawan Jennings, man, <laughs> what, I mean, five catches, 61 yards, all huge catches. The throw I Brock Purdy made over the middle of the field. Jawan Jennings was just making his cut, his break inside uh, on that end route. And to get it over there, to fit that ball over to Mike Linebacker in between two defenders behind him. Hell of a play by Brock. Hell of a catch by Jawan Jennings. When he let it go from my couch, I was like, oh, no, that's going to be picked. My heart stopped. Well, I did, too, for my seats. Yeah, what, what was you, from uh, your I thought, angle? I was like, oh, my God, he's about to throw a pick. <laughs> what a great catch yeah. by Jawan Jennings. I thought one of the best plays that came was Jawan Jennings finishing the block on the sideline yeah. on the Kittle play because it was like it was like an enforcer play. Right. Set the tone. And then on the very next play, apparently, I don't know how demonstrative he was, but CMC basically had to tell Kyle Shanahan, we're running this play. Play. Right. And I'm going to score a touchdown on it. And then on the very next play, they ran that play, and CMC scored a touchdown. CMC's unreal. Yeah, no, uh, CMC, they called it AT Mike. Shanahan was explaining after the game. He said, AT Mike. CMC said, AT Mike, but they got a different look, and they still scored. Chris McCaffrey's so special. Oh, my God. To me, he's the best offensive the player on this football team. Um, I mean, the yardage, like, you look at his touches. Okay, it's 17 for 98. He averaged 5.8 yards a carry. So Aaron Jones on the other side with 18 for 108. McCaffrey's right there with 17 for 98. You know, the 39 for 39 yarder in that football game. Two touchdowns. Another seven catchers for 30 yards. I would have been mad. I would have been mad if he got 40 touches on Saturday. This is my thing. Like, it's the playoffs. Like, you use him a lot throughout the regular season and then come playoff time where he's on a pitch count. And I know he came out, he had like the cramp or something was going on with the with the thigh, Charlie Horse. I don't know what it was. But like in a one score game where you are going against a porous run defense and your quarterback looked a little shaky and it was tough to throw, run the ball. 
I don't know. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm alone, and I'm just complaining. Even though we won, I'm just saying, my God, CMC. If your season had ended and he only had 24 touches in that game, I think all off season we're talking about how do you not give the ball to Christian McCaffrey? Well, no, more? We're talking about Shedahead's play calling, which was a little tight on Saturday night. Shedahead got a little tight into the first half. Clock management. I thought in the third quarter at times there were some hairy moments, some hairy moments for Kyle Shedahead. But you know what? It doesn't matter. They're playing the Lions on Sunday. You can wash away all the bad. Hopefully, they got all the bad and all the rust out against the Green Bay Packers because they survived in a advance. And that's the main thing here. They survived in a advance. God. And the season prolongs here. They don't have to clear out their lockers today. Instead, they're getting ready for the Detroit Lions. By the way, the second was sponsored by Go to State Lumber, serving the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit go to statelumber.com. Let's go out to the Lions here, man. Ricky and Danville, get what's us started up, Ricky? here. Ricky, what's happening? Fellas, man, happy Victory Monday. I don't care, man. That was a one heck of a game, man. And you know what? Rain, rain, go away. Purdy doesn't have to contemplate wearing a glove on Sunday. You know what? That's it, baby. Maybe he's just not a rain player. But that guy showed up when it mattered at the end of the game. They, the whole offense showed up when it mattered at the end of the game. The, uh, my main worry is our defense. Our defense needs to step it up this weekend because – one thing I've noticed about the Lions in the last, like, two weeks that I've actually watched the Lions game is their receivers catch the ball. Yep. They, they, don't let, they don't drop the ball very much. So we need to make sure our D-line is, is making Goff make those Jimmy Ono throws because Goff will hand it to you. I'm a Ross A. Brown, Sam Laporta. We'll break those Jameson. guys down. Jamison Williams is starting to come out, and Jared Goff is coming back home. Reynolds. You know, Jared Goff wants this. He's tired of hearing that, oh, boy, he's all 5 against Kyle Shanahan. He's all 5 Well, guess what, folks? This is a whole new Jared Goff, and it's a whole new football <laughs> team. They, they're playing with some big-time pride out there in Detroit, man. That's a physical, physical football team. And his defensive line on Sunday, we're looking at Nick Bosa. We're looking at Javon Hargrave. I'm looking at Armstead. I'm looking at Kinlaw. I'm looking at Gregory. I'm looking at Chase Shug. I don't give a damn what your PFF grades was on Saturday. My eyeballs tell me you didn't do enough on Saturday night to make Jordan Love uncomfortable. Well, and it felt like finally a team was like, oh, Ambry Thomas is the weak link. We're just yeah. going to keep picking on him. <laughs> I mean, they've got to, I don't know what they got to do. Like, it, is it Isaiah Oliver? It, I, no, hell no. You don't put him on the field. I mean, I mean, but, but, I mean I, you, but B, like, you got to live with Ambry Thomas and just say, dude, you're going to be on the island at times. You just going to have to play well. And Diamond Lenore you know? is playing such good football yeah, right him now. Him and Moody Ward. Moody yeah, Ward Moody had a, Ward really, had a good really good breakup really in the end zone game. early in that game. Uh, but what are you going to do? Play Isaiah Oliver? No, you really want to do that? I just. You want to go back down that road? No, I don't. I just. I do think that they're going to try to isolate him because they have personnel that can do it, right? No. They've got three really good receivers, and they've got a good tight end, a great tight end, really, and two really good backs. So I think this is a very stiff test. We have all week to break that down. Yeah. But like going back to this game, Ambry Thomas w was a huge liability, and he's playing like 30 yards off, guys. Yeah, he, it, it's like, I, I don't know, man. It was very frustrating watching. No, it was. It I don't was, have a lot of faith no, in him. No, Ambry Thomas, was, he struggled. But you know what? Committed to pass interference on the first drive. It prevented a touchdown, and guess what? Green Bay had to settle for That's three. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So that was a penalty well taken. But it was well a long taken. third down. I would and like to see me. a guy make a catch. Trust me. It, it happened right in front of my seats. He got cooked at the line of scrimmage. Uh, I was just like. And he just grabbed the hips. God. Yeah, just he just grabbed, grabbed the, the hips. Hang off for like dear life. he was dancing. Give up a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the other thing that, that, I, that I want to talk about is the rain for a second. And, like, 
Look, I laugh at those kind of things normally. Like, oh, player X can't play in the rain. Like, Tim Lincecum, remember the law for law? Timmy can't pitch in the heat in Washington. It's like, shut up. That's so dumb. There is something now, because this is multiple games, Whoa. Purdy in the rain. I don't know if it's the glove, no glove. I don't know if it's he can't, if his arms Whoa. aren't big, hands aren't big enough. I, I don't know what it do is. They, do they practice during the week with I don't, uh, wet footballs? They were talking Did, about that during the broadcast. And do they, they don't practice with wet footballs? No. And Why and not? Greg Olson was saying, like, sometimes you'll get 10 minutes a week of throwing with a wet ball, you know, compared to the rest of the time practicing, and Shanahan doesn't believe in it and blah, blah. I think you might need to start if well, you know it's going to rain and it's rained for look, weeks on end in per- the Bay Area and you're at home. You should kind of have a feel well, for the rain, right? Like, am well, I pretty pretty found a way in the rain? But I'm not here to. I'm not going to sit here all morning and say, "Oh boy, he just can't play in the rain to chalk it." Because guess what? In the future, you may have to go to That's Green Bay, what I'm saying. Chicago, New York, Philadelphia. You're going to Washington. Who knows? Seattle. There's places that rain in the Bay Area, folks. Guess what? It rains. I can't <laughs> buy this thing that, oh, he can't play in the rain, so now we got a specialist, a quarterback? No, he's got to figure it out in the elements. you got to figure it out. But, but there is <laughs> something, too, like, and again, I'm not, like, losing my mind over it, but, like, this is now multiple games in the rain where he's, his accuracy has not even been close to what we are, we are accustomed to seeing. Like, that was the big thing with me. Right. We can harp on decision-making. The accuracy was nowhere near what I, what I expected. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.